My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Mimi podcast and welcome to part two of this episode series with mindset coach Alexi Patalis. If you have not listened to part one, go ahead and listen to that now. It's going to give you a lot of context on this next part two part of the episode. So I really highly recommend going to listen to part one first. It is such a valuable episode. We go really deep on all things mindset and insight on how to find your purpose and figuring out your why. So go listen to part one. It's episode number 302 right before this one. And let's get into part two now. Everyone should have their own parameters on on what they believe is, is, is important to them. And also everyone has, we have to remember that everyone has a different definition of all these words that we're talking about. Um, I, I'm careful to say happy um and and aim for happiness even though i have in this conversation because it's difficult and and i say it because people recognize happiness um as something good and positive but actually for me mimi it's nothing to do with um percentages and and ideals it's actually much more to do with i want to feel everything i want to feel as much as i can i want to feel the good what i label as the bad i want to lean into it and get curious with all of that. I want to feel every type of emotion because for me, avoidance of these things, avoidance of pain can lead to more pain. Avoidance of all these things actually stops you from living a full life. The yin and yang idea is that if you, if you don't know what happiness is, how can you know what sadness or, or the or vice versa. So, you know, we need sad moments. You know, I, I like to explain it to, to people sometimes that have you ever had like a good cry, like a good one? This is this is not probably the, the good example for boys here because we don't we don't generally like to cry as much. Um, and we should, but you know, when's that moment that you actually really felt and you you needed the cry? You know, if you don't cry, you can't release the energy that's inside of you. And I don't know what the biological stuff's going on in, inside of me, but sometimes that's what we need. And it's the yeah. holding it in. It's the suppressing emotions and certain type of emotions that leads us to, to not understand what's going on with ourselves. You know, if we saw them as signals, right, as signposts, okay, I'm feeling, <clears throat> you know, anxious about going outside okay well rather than like you know pretend that that's not going on and and sort of you know give yourself a lot of crap for it lean into that what you know why do you feel like that you ask those questions and I think I'm sort of moving over like I, I do in in conversations because it's it's sort of flowing but this this is something that I think will really help people which is that we're in, we're in the stage now where we understand that anxiety is a thing. We've accepted it. It's a big thing that goes on in everyone's life. But what tends to happen is 
people go, I've got anxiety, I've got an issue. And I like to go, what do you mean you've got anxiety? What, what does that actually mean right now? Because what you're anxious in one moment compared to another is going to be very different. And it's, you can't solve anything if you just blanket it with anxiety. We don't have like one fix for anxiety, um, you know, across the board. Um, and this is why, again, you know, you want to get curious with that. You can do it with yourself, but you can also do it with a professional um, because they can sort of shine a bit more light on it. But it's to really go, what is it that you're anxious about? What is it that you're, um, you know, what is the emotion that you're feeling? Because then you can actually start to set things to put you on a trajectory to, you know, to solve the issue. Um so, yeah, I don't know if that's that's something that you can resonate with. 100%. And what you said about just letting it off of your chest and just having a good cry is so important. I have always been a very, very openly sensitive person, and I cannot help but cry when mm -hmm. there's something that is on my mind. And... I think, yeah, like I have a good cry twice a month. Like <laughs> I have like a deep cry, like probably twice a month. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I agree. Like there, there is for me, you know, when you were talking, I had a realization it's more about slowing down for me. I, I think it's really surface the anxiety that I feel mm -hmm. that I'm focusing on it. And it's, I think it's quite easy to let go of if I just slow down yeah, and took more time to just like take a beat and not distract myself in every waking moment, whether yeah. that's with work, whether that's like, I'm on a walk. Okay. I have to do a walking meditation. Okay. I have to call my that's mom it. on the phone. That is why it. don't I just walk for sometimes? Why don't I just, just like not think about anything, put my phone away. And of course there, I love talking to my mom when I'm on my walks and I love doing yeah. my walking meditations. Like I'm addicted to them, but Sometimes if I just feel like I want to clear my mind and not be around technology so much, yeah. it's really nice to just like take a beat. So I think that is what just resonated with me the most. And, and I love that you brought that up because it's one of the things that I, I mentioned, you know, and I, I, I want people to, to realize more that, you know, all these sort of, it's actually a lot of the pressure of feeling like we need to be doing something and, the the irony of feeling like we need to be doing something for our mental health right and then that's the thing that's fucking us up like mm. i used to do what you're talking about with meditation you know meditation was this you know on the surface it's 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 solving everyone's problems and blah blah but as we've said in this podcast it really helps there is no doubt about that it's a brilliant practice but if you're tying your self-worth again to how many meditations you do in a given week or a given month or a given year, <laughs> you know, we just highlight the one day that we don't do the meditation and we get upset at ourselves. And it really is in the moment letting go. And I know for some people to hear that a lot, what does that mean? In a practical sense, be okay with the fact that you didn't do the meditation or just walk, as you said, just walk. You don't need the extra bit of this. You don't need the that. You are good. You're safe. You're fine. 
Like just let it go. Enjoy the fact that you are just going to be because at the base of it, it's that pressure and it's happening with the movement that we have, which is amazing that everyone's talking about mental health and that well-being is top of the, the list and all of this. But now the marketers are getting hold of it and they're going, you, if you don't meditate 10 times a day, then, you know, who are you? And, and are you ever going to find, you know, purpose in life or whatever? Look, there are some amazing tools out there that we should all tap into, but do not try and tap into them and then give yourself crap for the fact that you're not doing them properly, because that's just spiraling in a negative sense. And I yeah. really, really... It, it, it's something that I dropped and has helped me so much because I thought I needed to do all these things, but actually letting go of the need and just being like, see how I feel in the moment. If I feel like doing one, great. And don't get me wrong. Building habits is so important and slightly forcing yourself to do these things that are good for yourself. Right. But as soon as you fall out of rhythm, laugh at yourself, smile, Give your, your brain the sensation that this is a bit more of a game. You're not, you're not giving yourself rubbish because if you smile, you're more likely to go, okay, what can I change? But if you get angry, you go, why am I like this? I'm never going to be able to stick up, stick to a routine. I can't even build one habit. Well, you're lost. You're already gone. So just be kind to yourself in yeah, those moments. I totally agree with you, but I will say like, there's a balance though, because having discipline in the moment mm -hmm. with these healthy habits is so important. And I've done that where I'm like, yeah. you know what? I don't want to, you know, eat healthy today. I don't want to do my journaling. I don't want to do my healthy habits that I have. And I rebel. And then I like get really depressed like three days in and I'm like, okay, it's, I just have to gain a little bit of discipline to just do it. Cause I know I feel so much better after, but again, balance in the sense that don't feel bad about yourself if you skip something one day. Mm -hmm. Couldn't agree more with that. And I think that's what we were just relating yeah. on for sure. Like, don't, and don't be mad at yourself for not being perfect, but know what does make you feel better. Cause I know that there is big talk about wellness, but I will say like doing those things like meditating and journaling have completely changed my life. And I will oh, never yeah. downplay the effect that it will have on you, but agreed if you're not perfect, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and that's why it takes nothing away from the tools and you should still try and implement all these things because, you know, what I do and I implement every, you know, e each day or whatever is, is really important, but it is just to be careful in those moments because you can be doing more harm than good, especially for people that are trying to pick up practices that aren't actually within their realm right now, yeah. right? Don't go straight for the like, you wouldn't go straight for a one hour meditation session, right? When never meditating before. Start small, you know, start small and try and be consistent. And, you know, yeah. that that is that is something that I'm sure, you know, you've spoken about a lot and you probably um, experience a lot, but it's trying to go too far right. in one given moment that actually just like puts you off ever you know carrying on with something like that and it's what also leads people to go 
I, I'm, I'm not it's a not meditator. For me. yeah, yeah, it's not for me. And it's like, no, 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 that situation wasn't for you. That therapist yeah. wasn't for you. That coach wasn't the right one for you. But don't then label like coaching doesn't help me or therapy doesn't help me. Um, and, and, and to finish off on the flip side of, you know, this, this thing we're talking about, don't also complain when you don't do what you do yes. and you feel like crap because I used to do that and I put my hand up and be the first like to you know complain and ah uh, but in the back of your mind you know it's because you've skipped that thing or because you haven't been doing your routine or because you haven't been doing these things that you know are healthy for you and that's why like if I'm gonna do it and I'm not gonna give myself shit for missing it I am definitely also not going to complain. I'm not going to complain and be like, woe is me. And, you know, it, it because that is really important because that's teaching yourself the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can, you can feel a little bit down in the moment, but be careful to be, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and feed into that cycle. Um, because if you really feel bad about it, set up the next one put in the next yeah. habit, you know, start that practice that you've always thought that would be good for you. Invest mm-hmm. in yourself. Make it easy because I think the best thing to do with all of this, like there's so much noise out there. There are so many things to mm-hmm. do for mental health. Like the best thing to do is make it easy for yourself and do things that you're oh, yeah. actually enjoying. Like for me, it actually isn't hard to do a lot of these things. I think for me, the hardest self-care thing lately has been like just waking up early. Like I've just been really loving my sleep and sleeping like nine, 10 hours a night. And I don't know why my body's just craving that. So yeah, waking up early is something I was so strict about for so long. I was like doing the 5am club yeah. and it was such, and I thought would feel so bad about myself if I would sleep in late. And then I would like, it would be like the domino effect of like not maybe eating a healthy breakfast. And then, you know, it's just like, not the vibe for how it to feel good for me. But then obviously some mornings I just, and then when I started allowing myself is what I was trying to say, um, Mm. to just sleep in and just listen to my body. And like, I can still do my healthy routines if I slept in, um, then it was just, I, I would have such a better day. But I think the trick that I always like to say, and what has helped me with my transformation and growth is to do like, make it easy for yourself. So yeah, don't, start with the hour long meditation. If you're a beginner, like w- that's why on my app, I have like getting ready in the morning meditation. It's just a play yeah, in the background while it. you're getting ready, I, like cleaning I, meditations. I, I love light, all of easy. that. You're, yeah. you're taking the excuses away from people exactly. as exactly. to why they can't do it. And I love it because it is something, you know, routine is quite hard in the world that we live in. It's not an excuse and doesn't mean you can't start it, but you know, I'm moving around a lot. I don't, you know, live in the same space all the time. And, and a lot of people are probably quite similar. And, you know, sometimes dinners are thrown in and you get back late and, and it's all these things like, but what you're saying and what you've touched upon there, people, I used to make things hard for myself and things are already hard. Like don't make them harder. Right. So what you're saying in terms of making things easy, starting with the easier things, but also making habits easy is about the setup. It's about the prep. It's 99% maybe, I don't know, that's not a fact, don't quote me on it, but it's, it's majority is on prep. Like 
I used to do this thing where if I wanted to go to the gym in the morning, what's, what's the, what would make me go? If I haven't booked the session, I'm not going. If I haven't like laid my clothes out on the floor, I'm probably also not going. But by putting those things in, I'm going to, you know, suddenly you tie a bit of money to it or a bit of disappointment from your coach for not being there. You're going to turn up. But it's, it's not about, and it makes when you're feeling a bit lazy or whatever you want to call it in the moment, like you don't feel like it, it makes it harder to just not do it. Uh, and it's the same with, in, it's basic psychology. You know, if you walk into your um, kitchen and there's a bowl of fruit on the table, you are so likely to pick up a piece of fruit. <clears throat> but if it's a bowl of cookies, I'm eating the cookies. Like I'm going to have them. Like it's, it's just normally it's making things, <clears throat> excuse me. It's making things easier for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It really is setting yourself up for success. Um, it sounds a bit wishy-washy, but it's, it's true. Um, and that's why if I'm ever going through a bit of a rut, I look for what can I do to make my environment better? What can I do to make it more pleasant? It's, this spans, by the way, across to your friends, the people you um, are around, your home, what it looks like, what it feels like to you. You know, make it yours. Make it a space, a workspace that you are inspired by or move around, change it. It's, it's all of those things. It's the setup that really is important because and a lot of this is from the book Atomic Habits. Um, mm -hmm. If you want a full understanding, it's, it's an incredible book. Um, and also from personal experience. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one, you know, big thing I'd say to people, if you want to be successful, you want to achieve all these things, start by setting yourself up for that success. Um, mm -hmm. because then it will make a lot of the stuff easier when it comes. You know, it's so funny because since you're a founder coach, decision fatigue is something else that I know myself and loads of other founders struggle with because mm you're making so many decisions during the day. And it's like, you're at a point where, where in your personal life at the end of the workday, you're like, I've made so many decisions. I don't want to think. And yeah. if it isn't, if your healthy habits aren't set up for you, setting yeah. yourself up for a success, you're just going to choose the easiest option. So planning in advance, that's such a great tip because 100%. decision fatigue is such a real thing. Yeah. Decision fatigue, delegation. You know, these are things that founders really struggle with at first because they've built everything everything's been their decision so far so how can they trust someone else with making a decision for their baby uh, but what it allows you to do is not micromanage not you know not be the one making a million decisions um, and it's it's super important because the energy that we expend from making decisions, there's plenty of um, science behind it, but I don't have anything to quote now. But the amount that that takes, even if you just know that it's been a day where you've had to make quite a few decisions or you've had to perform at something, you know, that energy, it, it's, it's very different to the amount of time you're spending on things. And this is why what I do with a lot of founders is really, really work out, right, what can you do in a day in terms of like all the decision making and, you know, whether you're doing a podcast, that's very different to if you're just sitting there doing admin, you know, it's, it's, it's all these things we, 
we hold time as what shows us whether we're you know putting in enough but actually if you've had four really hard hours of strategy and you know decision making maybe that's maybe that's all you can give for that particular day and i think just the the point i'm trying to make is don't tie your hard work all the time to time because time often is a bit of an illusion in 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 what we do as work with founders yeah. we kind of fill it we fill a lot of our time with rubbish you know admin every day i catch myself doing something that is not relevant for my business and so if you want a practical tip on 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 how to also reduce doing random things it's right right to do at the beginning of your your day and you know go one step further and list the most important to the least important and don't do anything outside of that list i still fail at it quite a lot but it it really does help yeah totally i i couldn't agree more i've been living by my asana board lately and <laughs> it's definitely helpful um but yeah this has been such an amazing episode i think i'll probably have to make it a two part two part episode yeah um, maybe we'll do a coaching one next time yeah come on some live also, coaching i feel what? like this is already a bit of a live coaching situation yeah. but yes i would love to do to do an actual live coaching that would be so fun since i have an open book on here and um i think that'd be really cool to listen to as well for for the listeners. So, yeah. Alexi, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can listen to you and if they want you as a coach where they can mm. uh, hit you up. Yeah, so um I'm on Instagram. Um pretty new to Instagram actually. Um so be nice. Um it's <laughs> at the conscious founder um on Instagram um or you can email you know, us or me, my team at hello at theconsciousfounder.co.uk. Um, and if you want to listen to more of me, uh, I've got a podcast. It's called The Mind Field Pod. Um, and so you can search that. We're on Spotify, everything else. Um, yeah, apart from that, you can find me in Hertfordshire or halfway across the world being a digital nomad. But yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you so, so much.